Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creative HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life, for the body of your life. Hi guys, I uh, hope you can hear me. I'm just using my new head or old old headset, but uh, my what do you call my Princess Leia ears. But this is hopefully to drown out any outside noise. Cause I have a loud family, and there'll be mixing stuff and cooking and dumping, and the dogs will be running. So I'm trying to minimize the noise. Hopefully my Google Hangout is working well, and you guys can see me. Hello. Um, so I got both things going, got the new headsets. Let's hope that we can get through the show without any technical difficulties. I'm going to put that out there that we're going to have no problems at all. So I do a sound check for those of you guys who are on the radio end or the computer end of the show. Um, if you've been here before, the drill is you press one on your phone and put your hand up. It lets me know you can hear me. And then you press one and put it down. So can you do that for me now? That, lets me, that tells me you can hear me okay. Uh, let's see. Press one, guys. I'm not seeing any hands popping up here. All right. There we go. We got one popped up. Okay. Yeah, okay. We got a few of them now. We got it. All right. Cool. Now, um, I got an interesting topic for you. And, I, and I, you know, I kind of was kind of curious to see actually how many people would be on the call because it seems like when they think they got negative information coming at them, more people show up than positive stuff, uh, which is interesting. And, um, so, you know, my title of my show, I talked about there's a problem with the HCG diet, and I went, oh, my God, you know, and the oh, my God is for me, not for you, and it's not, and if you're here because you're waiting to find out that, you know, it doesn't work or there's some dangerous part of it or something like that, I don't want to disappoint you. <laughs> That's not the key. There's going to be no bad news here, really. It's just going to be uh, information, and I had an aha moment, um, and whenever I have an aha moment, really, my, my goal is, is that I want to have the highest level of success for people that go through this protocol. I want to put out information that will give it the highest level of success. So when I wrote, when I wrote the uh, little brief uh, you know, description of the show, you know, I, talked, I basically used the words that were in my head, but I also did it for a reason because I, I wanted to create a reaction. I wanted you guys to... You know, I wanted to get, want you to pay attention, and I want I want you know it doesn't matter if you are a purveyor of a message. It doesn't matter how good or powerful the message is if nobody actually is around to hear it or nobody actually connects to it. So um, so if you're disappointed that I'm not going to give you a whole bunch of drama about the HD diet, how it doesn't work, then you're probably disappointed. But you know what? Uh, that's just some people like I know there's some people out there go oh, yes I knew there was something wrong with it, or they thought oh maybe you can give me an excuse why it didn't work for me and. Um, I'll probably talk about that a little bit today. So ultimately, 
I'm not going to give you any bad news. So if you're looking for that, you can hang up <laughs> and tune in later because that's not what I'm about. But I do want to give you some information that I think is absolutely hugely important. And I don't know why, you know, I, you know, I kind of, I think it, it, it bounced in my head a couple of times in the past, but I, you know, I don't know why it has to an epiphany about how we go about it. So just not to delay, delay the agony anymore. I had a, I had a gentleman on my, one of my Facebook fans, you know, in, you know, sent me an instant message last night, man, don't make me wait. You know, um, you know, if it's something dangerous, could use the word fatal error. You know, I'm, you know, I'm thinking, oh God, you know, <laughs> let me let me clean that up because I don't want people to think, you know, they're doing something that's going to kill them. That's not the deal. I meant fatal error in in, in what I in the word stretching the word out, saying that basically it's a huge problem that is causing people's you know, failure in the pro, in the in the protocol. So um, nothing like that, nothing dangerous. You know, the pro, I still love this protocol. I still think it's the best best weight loss protocol on the planet, and that may be one of the problems, and I'm going to get into that. So I'm also going to talk about some remedies to the solution to the problem that I've, that I've kind of uncovered. And, um, and really, if you, open with a, if you listen with an open mind, an open heart, and kind of do a little bit of personal inventory as I'm talking to you about this, um, you may have some aha moments of your own. Because ultimately, some of the some of the responsibility, you know, you know, the responsibility always lies with us. So if we are successful or not successful or not as successful as we want to be, whichever part of the spectrum you're on, it's still ultimately our responsibility. However, I do believe that information, what information goes, what information you're taking in, can have a, a profound um, effect on how well you how well you um, come through the protocol. So if you if you add people are you know pumping on the jumping on the call and starting to fill up here. So if you're coming in late, you know there is no real drama in this show, guys. So I'm not going to tell you that you know the protocol doesn't work and this that and the other thing because that's it. And there's nothing you're doing that's dangerous. It's just really from repeating emails and phone calls that I get every single week, um, and 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 the things that cause me frustration, I realize what was going on and. Um, and so hopefully this will give you guys some enlightenment. So anyway, I wrote that the, uh, there was, a, there was a, a problem with this protocol. And um, <clears throat> the problem it does not lie within the protocol itself. So there's no, there is not one phase or the, the other that has any significant issues or problems. The problem actually lies from the way we've marketed this product, this protocol, the way it's been marketed from day one. Um, and I'm part of that. I'm part of that hype. You know, and I, I call it, it's not so much hype because I know what factors are true. But the point is, you know, whereas headlines sell newspapers, magazine titles sell magazines, you know, focusing on losing one to two pounds a day is what people have used to market this protocol um, over the last five years, and they've used it to excess. And it's now become this brainwashing mantra. And we basically live in an instant gratification society. We want things now. We want things fast. And that was one of the things that I found so attractive about this protocol. Because there's a reason why most diet and exercise programs fail. There's a reason why people start the year off with all these New Year's resolutions with, and, and have that road to good intentions. That, you know, they say it was just a road to hell. Um, and, it, and it falls apart. And, it, and there's really and – I, and, I, and I got this. And, you know, I was reading a new book, and, and he was talking about – has nothing to do with weight loss, but he was talking about why people succeed, succeed and fail. And all of a sudden, I started having these freaking things started bouncing off my head. Because for me, I have this weird obsession, but I'm obsessed with, with um, people having the highest level of success. It's like, you know, I don't want you to buy my product. Go home. Go, use it. 
and 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 not not chime in correctly or not not use it correctly and walk away with an experience that left you feeling like all the other weight loss protocols left you feeling because this is an opportunity to change your life and you really need to take heed. So we live in this instant gratification society and this protocol is the only weight loss protocol on the planet that gives you instant I mean it gives you instant results within the what the first 72 to 96 hours to where you go from being a complete skeptic to be at least being a partial believer, if not a complete believer, because you've never seen your body drop six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, sometimes twenty pounds, depending on your size. And trust me, those numbers are actually real in the first week. And it's also, you know, the blessing and the curse. I and mean, there's a lot of things about this protocol is the blessing and the curse, and you really got to keep it in perspective. But ultimately, the reason why I found it so attractive for me, and why it was, why it literally kept me, at least kept me engaged to follow it correctly. Now, if you haven't heard me talk about this before, I'll give a little backstory that when I did the protocol, I was extremely skeptical because I got the book from Kevin Trudeau. I, too, fell into some of the hype about Kevin Trudeau, and I figured that he was just selling books. This is all hype, and basically did the protocol purely out of desperation not and, and assuming pretty much that I was just wasting my money, which at this point is a lot of money if you go into a doctor for it. A lot of more, more money than I've spent on any one single protocol in my life. Well, if you think about all the packaged foods for months and months, probably close. But I would say single one-shot deal money I've ever spent. And had the mindset pretty much that I just wasted this money. But I was so desperate to try something that I hadn't tried before. The fact that I had not tried it before, I was going to give it a shot. But I also had an attitude that, you know, and it was like funny. Like I was like really going to be able to get on the phone with Kevin Trudeau and call him a liar. But the point was I told myself I was not going to deviate from what he outlined in this protocol, because if it didn't work, I wanted to be able to tell him so or tell anybody else that told him, oh, yeah, I tried this protocol. I'm like, you know, I didn't. I did everything to the letter, and it was bullshit. Well, much to my surprise, not only was it not bullshit, <laughs> it saved my life and ultimately gave me a lifestyle. So the success, instant gratification success is definitely a plus, but it's a blessing and a curse, and I'll get to that. So we basically, as a industry, when it comes to weight loss, we um, need to have very um, powerful, and I say hypey headlines to at least get people to take a look at what we're talking about. And um, with this protocol, because it actually did something that no other weight loss protocol ever did before, now you have books and magazines, and you'll lose seven pounds in seven days. You know, you do this detox, lose seven pounds seven days. We all know that that's possible. You can lose water weight and you can lose some some fat, some some muscle. But the point is, you can lose seven pounds in seven days, just just changing the way you eat. But we're talking about something that's sustainable. Okay, so here we have a promise of losing one to two to sometimes three pounds a day. So people do the math in their head and like, oh man, if I could, and they go to the top end. They go, so if I could lose three pounds a day and I have seventy pounds to lose, but I could drop all my weight in thirty five days. You know. That's their expectation. So they're coming into a protocol with a, with a higher than normal or if not even sometimes unrealistic, which can be considered unrealistic expectation than any other diet that you know that, you know what, if I lose two pounds a week, I'll be grateful. I'll be grateful. The only problem is two pounds a week gets boring and it gets unsatisfying and, and, the, and it doesn't seem like it's, it's worth it. But the reason why most diet and exercise programs don't work because results come last. And 
most of the time, none of us want to stick around long enough to see the results. So we don't realize that you know if you change if you change your diet and your exercise program, and you, if you go to the gym for one day and you push up and do a hundred push ups and a hundred bench presses, you know a hundred sit ups and, and every hundred of everything, and walk out of there, is that going to change your body? No, it's, you're going to be sore. You're going to you're going to not be able to move for three days, but it's not going to change your body. But if you went to the gym every day for six months and did a you know a routine every day or every other day, however you want to do it, every day. Eventually, you will start to see results because it's consistent, but results come last. And we, because of our instant gratification society, we don't want to wait for results. And if we have fast results, we want them faster. So this is one of the problems. The one of the problems is that people are now engaging in this protocol, and they have a thought process that it doesn't matter how fast it's working, no matter how well they're doing, they're not doing, in their mind, they're not doing well enough because they're comparing themselves either to the advertising, to the market, to their friends, to someone's testimony, whatever the case may be. And so what I hear, and I talk to about 300 people a week, either through email, through phone calls, or a combination thereof, or through Skype, whatever the case may be, or, or Facebook, I talk to, you know, minimum about 300 people a week, a lot of people. So you look at that over the month, it's what, 1,200 people. And so I started looking at the pattern of those who were having success and those who were not, those who were dissatisfied and those who were not. And there was a very frustrating pattern because I would hear people go, I'm not lo-, and you may be one of these people, and you tell me if it rings true, and that's why I talk about taking a personal inventory. You know what? I'm doing well, but I'm not losing fast enough. Or I'm doing well, but I'm not losing as fast as I should, which, what is that? I should. So if you're going, should I be losing a pound a day every day, no matter what happens, rain or shine, period, no period, you know, you know, cheat or no cheat, I should lose a pound a day, um, two pounds a day, whatever your number is. And I always get I, get, I get so many of these emails about, and some people are just doing the protocol well, but they just think they're doing something wrong because somehow they're not living up to the hype. And they're like going, well, you know what? My friend is losing, you know, a pound and a half average every day, or my husband is losing a pound a day like crazy, and I'm, and I'm barely struggling at a quarter and a half a pound. But that's a genetic thing. Ultimately, this mantra is causing a huge, huge shift in the success rate of this protocol. This is a 100% success rate protocol, if you follow it correctly. And I say that with confidence. I mean, I used to, I used to hedge it and go with a 97% because just – just because I'm sure there's just somebody that maybe doesn't work for. But ultimately, really, it's 100%. It's like the closest thing to a guarantee, guarantee you get to your goal at some point, and everyone's time frame is different, if you just follow, follow the steps step by step without trying to deviate, recreate, look online to find somebody to tell you it's okay to eat something that's not in front of you in black and white. Ultimately, which to me is remarkable because as an industry, as a weight loss industry, it's the other way around. And usually, you know, you said 95%, 95% of most of the weight loss systems on the planet are created to set you up for failure. They either don't work or they don't work fast enough for a fast society, right? but they're so slow that, it, that you kind of just can't deal with it. But, or, they, or they stop after a certain point. After you lose a certain amount of weight, you hit that plateau, getting past that plateau is next to impossible. And then people move to other things like liposuction and, and stomach stapling and whatever the case may be. Realistically, this is the only protocol that actually will get you to, and you will have bumps along the way and stalls along the way, but steady, if you steady your course, you'll, you'll, you'll get to where you got to go. 
but we have I have so many people, such a such a percentage of people that are bailing out because of their perceived failure, even though they've lost weight faster than they've ever lost it in their life. That literally, I you know, I, I mean, you you be a, get shocked or crazy, think I'm crazy about some of the emails I get that I've been on the protocol 20 days and I've lost, I've only lost 17 pounds. And I go, where is that? How is that possible only? Where, where can you come up with only? And, because, and I go, how are people so dissatisfied? And it's because of the fact they basically bought into the hype and they've been trained into into the stop bus. And they don't and they don't actually follow the protocol. Or they don't read. I, could, I can't tell you how many people, you're in my kid, I send you this book. There's two books. You know, they get my if you, those of you on Google Hangout, you can see my wife's recipe book and then our book that we put together, the book that kind of walks you through the protocol. This book they read all the time because they, they just want to figure out what they're going to eat. What can I eat? What, what can I get to next? They're, they're already looking at phase three because they want to figure out when can they have the chocolate pudding and the, you know, the peanut butter tart. This, they may get it when their kit comes to them. And then usually our kit, you know, most, almost all cases, the, the kit comes first with all the supplies and the information. And the HG follows. So they read it. Maybe they breathe through it the first time. And then they kind of put it down. When stuff comes, they go off memory or they just go off of what they remember on the Internet or what they did before. But I'm finding that I don't know why I put this in there because nobody's reading it. And the reason why I know that, because I get people, they have this kit, this complete kit, and they have this book, and they go, I don't know where, the, where, where, do, you, where do you find out what, what you're supposed to eat. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's, it's in the book. I didn't see it in there. Now, you just flip through the pages. I just flip through the pages. You can't see it kind of glare. You can see that tells you the, the foods you can eat. But ultimately, if you read every page of the book from the beginning to the end, you would have, there's no way you could have missed it. And the point is, is that you need to read this book four or five times while you're on the protocol because your memory will fail you. So what, what is the big flaw? The big, problem with, with, the big problem with the protocol right now, and it seems to be a creative problem, and I'm, I'm going to do my level best to kind of undo the damage uh, through my own marketing efforts, but is the fact that we're in an instant, instant gratification society. We've now given them something that works faster than, 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 than anyone's ever used to, and, but everyone wants faster. And we have to figure out a way to get the right information. Now, in my book, I tell people in the very beginning, it says what to expect. There's a chapter or, or at least a section that says what to expect. And it tells about the physiology of man and woman. And men, men lose weight a little bit faster than women because of their muscle mass. And women can expect to lose about a half a pound a day on average. And men on average, three quarters to a pound, you know, a pound a day, and sometimes more, depending on your efforts and your exercise regimen and your commitment. No one sees that. So if you're a woman and you're not doing a pound a day, you somehow think you're, you're, you're doing way below average and it's not working for you. And this is causing people to literally get frustrated and convince themselves that 18 or 17 pounds or 15 pounds in 20 days is somehow not satisfactory when there's nothing they've ever done on the planet before that has ever gotten close. Now, that may not seem important to you, but I'm telling you, that it could be the difference between, you know, success and failure and get literally getting the body of your life. And if you never had it or if you had it and you lost it, if you had it and you lost it, you know exactly what you're missing out on. It's a change in attitude. There's a change in your the way you walk, the way you move, the way you present yourself. There's a whole different level of comp- confidence and, and lovability that you have within yourself when you feel the best you can feel. And the fact, and what's frustrating for me is that people are just suiting up, they're signing up, they're, they're, they're starting this, and they're going through it, and somehow they're, 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 they're literally just wasting their time, and they're, and they're missing out on, on the, the best opportunity you'll ever have, at least that I have seen to date, of really getting into the best shape of your life. So I came up with some, 
some things that kind of stick out to me and some, some remedies or some things you need to, that you could consider about this protocol. Number one, it's important that whatever protocol you're going to follow, if it's not ours, if it's Dr. Simeon's, if it's 800 calorie or if it's some other, some other thing, read the information because at least you can hold the system accountable. Do you know that, um, I think I told you the show, I think I refunded one person, and we didn't ask for it, I volunteered it because she, she did prove that she was trying everything possible to follow the protocol correctly based on the data she had. But I've never refunded anybody because of the fact it didn't work. And I think people, I think now for some people, I'm sure it didn't work, but I think people have enough integrity that they know that if they were eating, you know, things that, that, that were not listed on the protocol and they were they're not taking it seriously, they kind of have a certain level of integrity to go, you know what, it's not the protocol's fault. It is my fault, and I need to change that. Um, and I take pride in the fact that, that literally, I mean, I don't know how many thousands of packages we've sold, but to have one refund that I actually volunteered um, because I, the person did what I asked them to do as far as our refund policy and, and, and called me and did whatever, um, and I just felt compelled because I just thought it was the thing to do. That sells a lot. But on the other hand, I'm still focusing on the ones that aren't succeeding because that's where, that's where my heart is. Because I know what you're missing out on. I mean, I, I just, I can't tell you, I can't, I, I get choked up about it. I can't tell you the opportunity that you're missing out on just because you don't want to take the time to read. We have this, you know, the ready, aim, you know, ready, fire, aim mentality. And some aspects it works in life. But literally to, to get the protocol and not read it and not understand it. I mean, you can skip my story. You don't have to, I don't care if you read my story or Janie's story. I'm talking about, you know, when I wrote this book, you know, I literally, I'm an ADD guy, you know, and I mentioned that because of the fact I didn't know I was ADHD until I was 47, 46, 46 years old. I went all my life. So, and, and yet I was successful in aspects of my life, but I also was not so successful and kept repeating bad behaviors because I found out later I was self-medicating myself. I was trying to figure out what's wrong with me. Um, struggled. I mean, I basically didn't, I didn't finish college because I could not seem to get my act together. I could not seem to comprehend or stay, stay in pace with people. And I, you know, and, um, you know, and I had my own little wounds. I mean, my, I, you know, I'll tell you a brief true story. Um, you know, I lived in Jamaica until I was nine years old. And I moved to Jamaica, moved from Jamaica to the United States. My parents had moved here earlier. My dad was a dentist. He was going through dental school. My mom moved with my little brother. My sister and I stayed with my grandparents. We were raised by my grandparents for several years. And uh, the education system in Jamaica then was, was I didn't know it was high tech, but it seemed we had a little schoolhouse on top of the hill. We had to walk through the grass fields, you know, dodging cows and cow pies to get this little teeny schoolhouse on top of the hill. I did, that, that was just life for us. And, and it, you know, it's a third world country, but the education was very, 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 education is very, very important to the Jamaican culture. It, it, you know, that's just one thing they're on top of their game with. So when I came to the States, um, I went into elementary school. And in the first few weeks of school, they're bringing out the school curriculum and the books that they're reading. And I'd already read all these books. I mean, I, I, mean, I literally looked at it and I was like, wow, I already read that, read that, read that, read that. And so when they were asking questions, now here I am, a you know, black kid in a predominantly white school with a Jamaican accent who can barely, people can barely understand what I'm saying. And I'm raising my hand because that's what we did in Jamaican school. If you know the answer, raise your hand. I raise my hand. I know everything. And all of a sudden, I'm not being very welcomed. <laughs> I mean, not only am I the face that they don't, they don't understand, not only am I a, a voice, an accent they can't understand, now I seem to know everything, and I'm just this guy, this kid. And I didn't know any better. But what happened from, you know, the needing to fit in 
And all of a sudden, that culture thing that happens to all of us, especially as kids, because kids are mean. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm being shunned. No one wants to talk to me. I, you know, I, I'm not being befriended. And I'm trying to figure out what am I doing wrong. So I quietly started to shrink into a, a place where I stopped raising my hand. I stopped having the answer. And believe it or not, within two years, I don't even know if it, took, it even took two years, my reading level, which was, which was considered advanced, Suddenly, I started to retard in my reading level. All of a sudden, I started having problems in school. All of a sudden, I'm falling behind, and, and the teacher's calling my parents and having counseling, you know, sessions like Collins, you know, he's having struggling in reading. And, and my dad, being a proud Jamaican man, I mean, you know, our parents do our best. And I'm not, and I'm not making my dad out to be a bad guy, but he saw he did all he knew how to do. But, you know, back, I mean, back then, I don't know if it's changed now, but our, I, I think we raise our kids a little bit differently. But back then, you know, your parents are very, very um, <laughs> invested. Their egos are very invested in how their kids do. So whatever you do, good or not good, it reflects on their ego and it reflects on them. So, therefore, they're either proud of you or very not proud of you. <laughs> and so my dad hearing from the teacher that I was having a problem reading, it made him very upset and very angry because somehow – it reflected on him. The smart dentist, my dad was a brilliant guy. I mean, he spoke two, three different languages, French and Spanish fluently. He could, he could you, know, you know, quote Proverbs out of the, out of the Bible like, like, like nobody's business. He could quote, you know, great authors. And, I, mean, he, I mean, the guy was just brilliant. He was ridiculously brilliant. Um, and it just frustrated him. So he made this thing that he was going to make me read the newspaper every single day after school. He's going to get when he came home. I had to read a section of the newspaper, and of course, it brought a lot of anxiety to me. I never told this story ever. How crazy is that? So it brought a lot of anxiety to me. So I had to sit down and read the paper, and I would start stuttering through this freaking paper. I would just just start. It just was a hot mess. I'm freaking nervous. I'm just messed up, and I'm reading this thing, and I'm just I just just don't sound too good. And so my dad's reaction to that um, was he would smack me on the back of my head. He smacked me on the back, not really hard, but he would smack me on the back of my head. He goes, what are you, stupid? That's word of so-and-so. And he would smack me again. What are you, stupid? That word is so-and-so. And this happened to me day in and out, day in and out. Now, we know, we know now that, you know, about neuro-linguistic programming and that you can actually program somebody to believe something by actually making a statement. It's like Pavlov's dog. You make a ring a bell, they sablate. You make a statement, you pounce them on, you tap somebody on the shoulder. It doesn't matter where you tap them. You can actually program them. So here I'm a, here I'm a guy, you know, I'm now a teenager, I'm going through high school. I was good in sports. Thank God I was in sports that saved my ass. And I, I was a C student. You know, some classes I excelled in and some classes I don't. Because I found out now I have what's called auditory ADD. Visually, I was off the charts. Genius. Auditorily, I don't hear what you're saying. You know, I, I'm talking. My brain is talking while you're talking to me, so I don't hear what you're saying. So that caused problems. And there was a part of me that was like, I could play, kept playing in my head. Why are you stupid? Why can't you get this? Now it, it wasn't so bad in high school because I had my popularity. You know, I had friends. I was a good athlete. Got the girls. So really, you know, if I'm a C average, who gives who gives a crap? You know what? Because I got the world by the ass. If I'm concerned, you go into college. And you know, all those things may matter for a while, but they really don't matter when it comes to actually putting out and putting you know, putting out the information. So I move I go out to Howard University, I go to you know, my dad's alma mater, pressure, pressure, pressure. He's paying the tuition. And first year, I barely make it. Second year, I'm hanging on. Beginning of the third year, I'm just done. I'm failing. And he's like, I'm he cuts off. I'm not paying for this crap because you're not doing you're not doing what you're supposed to do, and I'm paying for it. No one knew. My parents didn't take time to think about ADHD. They just figured out you were either lazy or there was a problem where they were just embarrassed. They wouldn't deal with it. And um, 
so, you know, eventually, you know, I just, my mom got sick and I went, I'm going home and I never went back. One of my biggest regrets. But the thing was that over the years, I found high levels of success. I made tons of money and then I would blow it and lose it. And you guys heard, if you guys are on my list, you heard me talk about my relationship with my baby mom, about my son's mom and the drugs and the alcohol and the crazy stuff. I mean, I kept perpetuating the same lifestyle. I kept going, what is wrong with me? Why in the hell do I keep doing this? Um, so I, I, you know, basically I got diagnosed. The reason why I tell you it's important, and I'll get back to the book, is that that was just a huge, huge, huge breakthrough in my life. Huge epiphany. Um, somebody's texting me on Facebook. Goodbye. Huge epiphany. I mean, I, I literally cried when the doctor told me, you know, she goes, I can understand why you've been so successful, but I, I also, it's kind of amazing that you've done so well because one aspect, you're a genius off the charts. You are a very bright man. And the other fact, I can see why you've been having this problem because you don't, you don't hear people talking to you because your brain is moving. So got meds and my life changed. Drugs and alcohol went out the window. Um, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm able to at least strive for, try, strive for things that I didn't think were possible. So when I wrote this book, and the reason why the whole story, I told you this whole story, is because I'm a very impatient guy. Just mine's like, cut to the chase. Just tell me what to do to get the results. So even though I love Kevin Turrell's book and he gave all the history and all that kind of stuff, I went, I read a little bit of the history and kind of said, I understood, well, that's different. I've never, I see why that's never, I've never done that before. I've never used a hormone before. That's got to work. But who knows? This guy's full of shit. I read how to do it. And I basically took the book and I highlighted everything and I followed it letter by letter because I wanted just the results. I just show me how to do it. Don't give me, you know, look, I read books for all kinds of reasons. I be, read books. I don't read any books that, that tell stories. My wife loves that. I don't like what they call them, autobiographies or bio, I don't know what, they, what the term is. But I read how-to books, you know, self-help, tell me how to do something, how do I improve myself, how to, how to improve my family, my life, my love, my relationships, my income. That stuff I eat up, and I, I did a picture. I have like 37 books, so my 34, 35 books on my table right here that I took a picture of because I did a blog post on it. That I read those books in the last 24 months, probably in the last 18 months, because and they all have to do with something teaching me something. So when I wrote this book, we told our story, but I wanted a how-to guide. I wanted to say this is our story. This is what hits the guy that, that came up with all the magic. This is what he. This is why he. This is why it works, and this is why it worked for you. And the rest is just follow it. And I laid out step by step what you're supposed to, what you're supposed to do. I didn't want I didn't didn't want to give you a history lesson on how to lose weight and why you don't lose weight and and all that kind of, that, that that wasn't my point. Now my next book I will do a lot of that because it does have does have a place in the world giving people understanding why things work and don't work. So it kills me if somebody gets this book and they read brief through it and they go okay whatever just just tell me what I'm supposed to eat and they don't understand why they're supposed to eat it and why it's important. So. Let me get to the principles of the things that I, I came up with that I think hopefully may help you. Um, and I'll do a blog post on this, and you guys will get it on my list uh, with, the, with the actual things. So one of the reasons why I was one of the first people to tell people to go beyond the original 26 days and the original 43 days and the move from 50 days to 100 days, and, and like Dolores, you hear always talk, talk about her because she amazes me. She has got her thing. She's been on 165 days. I actually told her to take a break because she's been on 165 days. Um, but momentum. So momentum is basically, is basically the thing that empowers you to have the highest level of success. And that's where I disagreed with the original protocol and, and Dr. Simeon's philosophy. I knew he had a philosophy about you know, becoming immune to ATG. And after I just coached so many people and watched, watched them go further and further on the protocol and nobody had this problem, it just convinced me that what's more important, 
If you get immune to it, then you've got to stop for eight weeks, and then you have you can start back in eight weeks. But it's just forcing you to stop. But if you have momentum, momentum is more powerful than the fear of immunity because it's not like you'll never be able to do the protocol again. You just have to give yourself six to eight weeks max to freaking have it, have your body completely you know be you know filtered out of any changes that that that, that the hormone has made along with the protocol, and you can come back at it. But momentum is powerful. And you're in the zone, you're losing weight, you're moving, you're losing inches, you're feeling good, you're feeling healthier than you ever did before. Your body is functioning normally. All of a sudden your liver and your and your and your um thyroid and, and your and your um, bloodstream, all your heart, all this stuff is having having to work less and less and less because it's not being overloaded by chemicals and sugar and processed sugar and trying to break down foods that it wasn't meant to break down. So momentum is your key. And, you know, it's funny that we, you, you talk about, you know, here, I remember the story about the tortoise and the hare, and we all know that, you know how that turned out. That fast, everyone wants fast. But, you know, what's the, what's the point of, of you, if you're losing, you know, you, you're losing a pound a day like it happens for the first seven days, and then all of a sudden maybe the first 14 days is three quarters, and all of a sudden it goes to a half. And all of a sudden at that at that 14-day mark, which seems to be 14 to 21, seems to be the day where people kind of go, yeah, do I really want to do this? And and it's like crazy to me because you lost, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17 pounds is day 21, or even if you lost 12, 14 pounds, it's day 21. It's still more than you've ever lost in your life. And you're like, ah, I'm just contemplating if I really want to do this. You know, a chocolate piece of chocolate cake, it's not worth not having my chocolate cake. I'm thinking, your body is changing. But guess what? Our optical reticulator, we don't see our body change. How many of you have been on this protocol? You can look in the mirror for a freaking week two, week one, week two, nothing. Week three, you start seeing a little subtle change. We don't see it, but other people do. And they go, hey, what are you doing? You're losing weight. You're looking better. You're looking thinner. We don't see it. So we're like, going, we're not getting any results. The measurements are telling you you lost inches, but you don't see with your eyes. Your eyes don't lie, right? That's wrong. And so you start going, well, I'm not losing like I should. I wasn't losing like I was in the beginning, so this is not working, and you stop. Momentum is your best friend. You know, Dr. Jimmy was, you know, he said stop the protocol after, if you lose 40 days or 40 pounds, whatever comes first. If you're someone that has 150 pounds or 200 pounds to lose, that can mean the difference of you losing 40 pounds and never losing another pound again. Or, 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 my, or, or my philosophy is lose 40, that just convinces you you can lose 40 more. Now, I do agree that at some point you want to stop. Like, you know, 160 days, time to stop. Take a break. Give your body a break. And for your mind and your, and your heart a break. Now she, and I gave her an option. She may come back and say, no, I'm in momentum. I like what I'm doing. It's working for me. I'm still losing. I'm not stopping. I gave her the option, but I want her to hear it from me as her coach that this is an option for you. And if you are anywhere fatigued in any, in any aspect of your life, emotionally, physically, you know, emotionally or the protocol itself, then I want you to take a break. So it's up, I left it up to her. But the point is that momentum is powerful, and that's why I tell people to go, well, I heard you can't go more than 40 days. You know what? If, in fact, I have people who call me that never never bought a product from me at the end of their lives, and, and, and I still answer their questions. But I always, I always refer – I always assume if you're calling me that you've already bought a product, you already have our book. And I'm like, going, well, you know in my book I tell you that you can go longer. I say that. Why don't you believe me? You know why? Because the masses out there who either – have only done the protocol and, 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 and basically never, never, they've never pushed beyond it. You know, I've spent my last, last four or five years experimenting, pushing the envelope and seeing what we can get away from, what you can and cannot do, what works and doesn't work because I want people to have the highest level of success. It's not about just selling product. So if you're getting advice from somebody, I'm telling you, you better look at them and look where they're coming from. And if they, if they walk and talk and look, look how you want to look, listen to them. But if they still have a journey to go, now I'm not saying that people that have a good advice don't still have a journey to go, but I'm talking about there's people that walk their talk and there's people that don't, and you know the difference. So momentum is a key. 
it is it is it is so much easier to keep on keeping on to keep moving than it is once you stop trying to trying to change and shift to starting again. And that works with that works with working out and, and everything. guys, I did a video about why I went back to why I went back to the gym and why I hired a trainer. I have all the equipment that I could want in my house. I have I have all the workouts I've, you know that I could I could create or have. And I still couldn't I'd walk past my my you know, family room where my gym is, I'd walk past and go, Yeah, I'm gonna work out today. And I just didn't feel like it. Or I'd start a workout and I wouldn't I'd work out a third of what I would normally work out with somebody else. So for me, in order for me to get consistent, I decided to go pay money because I'm not going to pay money to somebody and not show up. That's just not my deal. So I went to the, I signed up for the gym, which I hadn't had a gym membership for two years, almost three years. Signed up for the gym and hired a trainer, and I was there every single week. And now Janie just started going with me every single week because she's like, you know, you've been going since you know October. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? And I I know that every Tuesday and Thursday and sometimes Saturday we're on we're on. But Tuesday and Thursday is a is a is an open spot that that I do nothing at twelve thirty I'm gone every Tuesday and Thursday and he kicks my butt for thirty minutes and I come home shower and do my business but it's kept me consistent to where I have consistent results and I went to my masseuse I've been going to my masseuse for freaking you know I mean to work with my bicep thing tendon I tore for months now and she's like man you're just getting thin man you're like leaned up what are you doing I'm like hey you know what I'm just eating well <laughs> eating we took out all all or we went one hundred percent organic took out all sugars all our, all artificial sweeteners. Uh, I, I actually redoing. We're redoing my book. I'm getting rid of the creamer, guys. Talking about the coffee creamer. I told you could have. I'm getting rid of it because it's got sucralose in it and cane sugar that I finally decided. I read it again, and we changed our lifestyle, and it's actually working for us. And I'll get into that later. But momentum um, is a huge, huge factor, and that's why I give you the. I tell you what to do for a reason, guys. And I'm just asking you if you have this book sitting at home on your freaking desk or nightstand, and you think you've read it. Read it again. You can read any book ten times or five times or even twice, and you're gonna you're gonna see things that you never saw the first time because you were looking for things the first time. You just wanted answers. You want to know. You want to know what you wanted to know. Read the freaking book from cover to cover and read it several times throughout throughout the protocol. Um, the next one, I know. Say, you know, I had this uh, this um this um Chinese old Chinese uh, proverb said, "Be not afraid of going slow. Be afraid of standing still." And that's what I want. That's one of the messages I want you to walk away from this call with. I want you to not be afraid of going slow. I don't want you to care a damn about your mama, your sister, your brother, your husband, your friends at work, whatever. They're losing this, that, and the other thing. Because ultimately, it's like the tortoise and the hare. It's not who starts the race. It's who finishes the race. Ultimately, your ultimate result is, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you like I'm freaking telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you. When you look in the mirror and you see somebody you have not seen in either ever or in a very long time, and you look and you see the the body you're supposed to have, the body that's in you right now that's always been there, the point is that we need to do it, you know, Michelangelo and chip away at the excess, you're going to cry. And you're going to cry because you're going to just go, oh, my God. Because part of it is going to be part because – how good you look and feel. The other one is because you did it. I didn't give up on myself. I didn't quit again. And I'm going to talk about that in, in at least the ne- very next, uh, I'm a good lead into the very next, I didn't quit on it again. Um, I actually conquered this thing that's been kicking my ass for 20, 30 years, some to you, 10 years, some of you, 40 years, whoever, you guys know. Uh, the next point I want to bring home when, it, when, it, when dealing with this or any part of your life is completion. You know, 
And this, this was so profound to me when I got this and I started looking at my own life. You know, basically, each and every, each and every incomplete thing that we have going on in our life, in our life, in our work, drains us. It drains, it just drains the life out of us. So if you have started and, and, and started and stopped 10 diets in the past, that baggage of what, the, that, that repetition of what you did, completing over and over again, has basically, is basically haunting you. And, and, and in the back of your mind, you're telling yourself, this is going to be another outcome. Even though you have pure evidence in front of you that this protocol is doing things to your body that no other, no other weight loss protocol has done. And it does it, in the, and it shows you in the very first 96 hours, which is a gift from God that people now are slapping in the face. And that's what, that's what my aha moment is. You, that, that we are giving you fast and you want faster. We're giving you the best fat loss system you've ever seen in your life. So your body's never done what it's doing and you want more. You want better. We live in a gluttonous society and nobody's satisfied. You've got to learn how to be realistic and get satisfied. So this, this lack of completion is sucking the energy out of you. And, and all the things we don't accomplish basically eat at us. So if you have things that are undone at work, if you have things that are undone in your relationship, if you have things that are undone in your life, you basically are now being pulled in a hundred different directions. And no wonder it's difficult for you to focus on the most important thing in your life, and that's you. Now, we want to say our kids are the most important things in our life. And we want to say our family and our parents or whatever the case may be are the most important thing. But guess what? Without you... They, you cannot be, they, you, they can't be the most important piece because you are the most important piece. You have to be healthy, live a long life so you can see your kids grow and get married and be healthy themselves. You have to set an example for your family and your children. You've got to lead by taking care of yourself, and you've got to love yourself enough to be first. And so what happens here is that basically you let all this undone stuff get out of the way. So I started writing down all the things that I have undone, and I got a lot. I mean, I got a lot. I mean, Taxes from years ago that I, I need to clean up, and just relationships I need to clean up, and just you know, un projects that I've started that I want to finish, and I and I'm get I get myself considered too busy to finish it. And a lot of stuff, but identifying the fact that you have them, and just and just giving yourself a, an opportunity to say I'm going to clean them up one at a time. And every time you go to start cleaning things up, including your weight loss situation, your weight loss protocol, what you're doing right and what you're not doing right. It's going to make a huge, profound difference in your life. And all everything I'm talking about here, I'm going to call it, I'm going to coin it the 1% effect. I'm going to talk about that at the very end. And remind me, if you have a Q&A and I don't talk about it, remember to ask, about the, ask me about the 1% effect. But this is really what I'm talking about. It's about doing small things, little small acts every single day to get you closer and closer to your goal. And it's just about getting an integrity with yourself about any one thing. You can, you can just choose one thing if you want, or you can choose multiple things if you're a great multitasker. But we all got a bunch of stuff we need to clean up, a bunch of stuff that's undone, and ultimately it's preparing for success. If you know you started this protocol and you didn't heed my warning in the book where I said, you know what, clean out your house, eat all the stuff you're going to eat on load days. First, write down your load days, what you're going to eat, what you want to eat, because you're, you're, you're going to lose your hunger by mid-afternoon. You go, oh, well, how do I know that? I don't think so. And it happens to you, and you go, what do I do now? Well, I loaded, and I gained a pound and a half, and, and I'm struggling. Well, seriously, you already set yourself up for failure. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. People are killing. They're dooming themselves from day one, and it's such a waste of time and a waste of money. So, you know, it's just little things. If you still have crap in your cabinets that you're not supposed to be eating, and, it's, and you don't have kids that eat them. I understand parents have kids. We all have kids that eat differently than us, and, and I think we all should have all, all of our families eat, eat how we eat once we get, once we get clean. But you know what? It's life, and I, I'm not. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not shitting on anybody. As my wife said, don't shit on people. But I, but ultimately, if you are in a position where you can actually 
clean out your cabinets, throw out the crap you didn't finish, and, and, and be okay with throwing it out. i got to tell you, I have a hard time throwing stuff out. <laughs> I'm a semi-hoarder. You know, I'm like, I know I'm going to need this soon. And usually I throw it out, and as soon as I threw it out, a week later I need it. But you know what? you got to let go of old shit if you, want, if you want new stuff to come into your life. So if you got stuff in your cabinet that's going to call you at night, if you know you are a late-night eater and you love – freaking cookies, and you've got cookies in your cabinet, you're already telling the universe and everyone around, even your family members, you're not serious. You're just, well, just in case I need it, I don't want to have to go out and crave for it, like a, like a junkie. Think about that attitude. you got stuff and crackers in your desk drawer and freaking Snickers bars and almonds and nuts from three months ago, and you're just, just in case I need them, I don't want to get caught without eating anything, you don't want to get caught hungry, then you're fooling yourself. You're setting yourself up for failure. You just literally are not serious. And that's okay. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm going to say, you know what? So when it, when you, if it doesn't work for you or you're frustrated, look at yourself. Look, take, take responsibility and go, look, how do I fix it? Because ultimately what I want from you is that it doesn't matter how many times you go wrong. You can fail yourself to success, as, you know, as um, Les Brown says. It's possible. Fail yourself to this. So he failed himself to success. I think I have failed myself to success in many cases. Um, failure is not a bad word. Failure is not an option. I used to say that wrong. Failure is an option. If you fail, it just gave you information how you can correct it and get back on track. You know, the space shuttle, the space, space, the space shuttle when it, when it went from, the, from, from Earth to the moon, was off track 93% of the time. It was only on track 7, 7% of the time. But think about it. It made itself to the moon from where it was going. So it was off track, but I kept correcting itself every 30 minutes, one degree, one degree, one degree. And by the time it got to its destination, it was on track. We can be off track, and that's okay. The point is, what do you do about it? Get back on track. So complete, complete, start completing the stuff in your life and make this something you're going to start and you're going to finish. And guess what? The results come last. Stop being a result now person because it's not realistic. You're literally setting yourself up and anybody that does any kind of weight loss and exercise program in the rest of your life, if results are going to be the reason why you're doing it and continue to do it, if your journey is going to be based on results, you'll never finish your journey. Think about it. You can't get a six-pack without doing the work. You can't get a six-pack without, without losing the fat. I had no clue. That I was forming a six-pack. I didn't look in the mirror every day and go, oh, I got a six-pack coming. Oh, it's coming through. I can see my upper left ab popping through in my left one. It was like I looked in the mirror for three weeks. I saw nothing. I saw me, the fat guy, the fat, bald guy, but the man boobs. Even though my body was changing, everyone else saw something. Different. That's what I saw. And not until I got into like phase three and I looked in the mirror and it was like, it was like somebody flipped a switch. I woke up one day, got in the mirror, came out of the bathroom, looked in the mirror and went, whoa, what the heck is that? It was crazy. And I'm, I kid you not. And some of you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. You never really see the results until they're there, until they're done, until they're produced. So why in the hell are you asking for results, even though we give you results? What diet gives you seven pounds in one, you know, in one week or 10 pounds or 20 pounds? What does that? But still, that's not enough. So you want results now. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not losing as fast as I should. I don't know. You know, I'm just losing. I'm only losing a quarter pound a day. A quarter pound a day is still moving you to your journey. Steady as she goes gets results. You want to go fast, you're going to burn out fast. You're going to quit because you're not getting results fast enough. And it may sound silly to you guys. I'm telling you, 300 phone calls a week 
whatever percentage of those, which are probably 75% of people that are disgruntled with fantastic success, I look at their numbers, I go, what the hell is your problem? They go, well, I don't know. I'm supposed to lose a pound a day or two pounds a day. What's happened to that? I was losing two pounds a day. What happened to that? I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the problem. Failure is starting in your head, and it's starting, it's starting with this mentality of results now. Results come last, people. You want to walk away from this call, or you watch this, this video, or you play it back. Results come last. What is guaranteed is if you freaking do the work. Just eat the food you're supposed to eat. Drink the water when you're supposed to drink the water. Do the little bit of the exercise that we have to tell you to do. Suit up and show up every day, one day at a time. And I promise you, as God is my witness, that you'll be one of those people that thank me, send me their pictures, celebrating, doing the happy dance. And if you're not doing that, because you know what I'm talking about, because you want it now. So completion. Complete what you start. Habits. Your habits are what compel you towards success or towards failure. This protocol is teaching you some pretty amazing habits that I did not have five years ago. I may have had some, but I didn't have others. Well, actually, I, I didn't. I didn't have them. I ate what I ate. I didn't pay attention. I didn't even stop to taste it. I just freaking ate what I ate. I was, you know, me, I was traveling on the road, on the freeway. I'd pull off, just grab whatever whatever I needed, be in my little package of donuts. And, you know, I tell you in my, I think in my story that I used to get, protein, I used to get a power bar, Power bar and a bottle of water in the morning, and then on the, on the way home, I was uh, soda and do- donuts. I started off with good intentions, and I'd come home just wanting to eat something. And in between, I'd be at whatever restaurant that I'd have somebody, my secretary, go out and get me some food and bring it back some fast food. Or I'd go to a restaurant with colleagues and schmooze with realtors, and we'd be eating, you know, at different restaurants all the time and just eating. You know, even if you're eating a salad, the salads are, you know, eight, you know 1,800 calories. So ultimately – um, your habits. You're learning. You're learning some amazing habits if you finish all four phases of this protocol, and especially our four, our our phase four, because we show you what works for you and what doesn't. And we're going to make that even better when we start redoing the book, because it's some really cool stuff that, that we've come across over over the last year. But they teach you the first habit is teaching. Guess what? Your your engine. You, every, every one of us is born with a Ferrari or a Porsche or whatever your favorite race car is. So after your body, your body is perfect. Okay, it's perfect. The system is perfect. And what makes it imperfect is basically what we put in it and what we take out of it. Basically, what we put in it and what we take out of it. So basically, if we eat crap and then we over overtax it with stress and, and too much work and not enough sleep and, and of course, the, the hormones and the chemicals and all that kind of stuff, we basically shuts it down. So what we are a product of, if we have an, over, if we have an uh, obesity issue and it wasn't some kind of genetic flaw, if you will, it's because we basically have – muddy the waters and clog the system, and now it's trying to clean it out. So the protocol actually detoxes your body, gives your organs a rest so they can actually function at a normal pace, cleans out the system so basically everything's running perfectly, and you're giving you perfectly clean fuel that actually breaks down very well and does what it needs to do and stores, it uses the energy and helps you build muscle. And that's what it's supposed to do. Use the energy Help you build muscle. The store fat thing is really for that rainy day that that should that will you know rarely ever come. So phase phase one, I tell people that you know what you actually think that you love cake and you love all this stuff and you can't live without it. Just eat it all day for two days. If you think you love it so freaking much, I used to love toffee peanuts. I used to love toffee peanuts. I used to eat them by the bags. When I was a kid, eating them by the bag, 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 bags. Loved them, loved them, loved them. I ate them so much that I finally threw up. And I threw up and I threw up and I threw up and I was sick of the dog. 
I, I, it took me 20 years to eat another toffee peanut, and I still haven't had them in probably another last five, six years. You can't get sick of what you think you love, what you can't live without, so-called, so-called live without. You eat it for two days straight. Glutton yourself. Eat all you want. And I guarantee you by the end of that second day, you're so freaking sick and miserable and feel like you just, just put me to sleep because I can't take it anymore. I can't do this to myself anymore. So you can get sick of what you think you love. So you can live without it because you're, you, if you eat enough, you realize, guess what? It ain't all that. Then phase two teaches you how clean fuel, fruits and vegetables. You remember they tell you six fruits and vegetables a day and lean protein. You'll, you'll, you know, you'll make Jack, a, you know, Jack a, a big boy. You know, tell your boy to eat his spinach. You know, we did that stuff, right? Well, guess what? Your body is freaking losing weight. And it's not 500 calories. It's not like you can't go out and eat a fat burger, you know, if it even was 500 calories. That's all you ate on this protocol and lose weight. It's not about 550 calories, guys. It's about the right fuel that works synergistically with your body to help your body burn fat, burn the fat that's being released by the hormone and use this fuel and then dispel it as quickly as possible. It's not about 500 calories. It's about the right freaking 500 calories. And that's why I have a problem with some of the other books out there that are telling you to eat yogurt and eat peanut butter and have this and that. It's not about 500 calories. Yes, you will have some success. You will have limited success, but it will come to a halt. And what's the point of freaking being on, you know, being on something for 30, 40, 60, 50 days, and you could have done the same thing if you were just Weight Watchers and lost two, three pounds a day on average, you know, two, three pounds a week on average. And the fact that you never reset your hypothalamus system, you never reset your weight point, weight set point, your body still thinks it's fat, so you're going to get fat again as soon as you stop eating it, and ultimately, you just got sold a bill of goods. If it ain't, if you're not eating real food, only the food that was limited on the, on the vegetable, if you're not eating lean proteins and vegetables and the specific fruit that was put on the protocol, the three only, three only, apples, strawberries, and um. I went blank. Apples, strawberries. This is my third one, guys. Can't believe I went back. Oh, grapefruit. Grapefruit. So if you're eating anything other than that, guess what? You're not doing the protocol. I don't care what anybody says. You know why? Because I have the highest level of success of anybody on the planet. Anybody, any anybody's customers on the planet. And you know, and I, I think I care more than anybody anybody that's got a product out there. And ultimately, it's because I didn't take away the integrity of the protocol. I just figured out where there were flaws, not based on Doctor Simi. He's more brilliant than I am. I'm not. I'm not saying that he's. I'm smarter than he is. But guess what? He lived 60 years ago. We've already screwed up our freaking food. I mean, everything is GMO. I mean, everything's been genetically altered. That you can't get a soybean that has not been screwed up by anybody. So ultimately, we had to tweak it to make up for our society's damaging of our food and dodging from all the, the chemicals and the processed foods. So ultimately, we just wanted to get a higher percentage of success by people getting the right amount of nutrients, still staying within the guidelines, and implementing exercise because diet and exercise work. It always worked and always will work. And I thought it was missing. And we've proved it now because people are getting lean, sexy bodies just by following the plan. So we know it works, okay? There's, people, there's a thousand people ahead of you that have already done it, and it works. So we know it works. So the habits, you're learning. So you're learning in phase two, you know, basically portion control and how to eat clean, how your body feels. There's no mistake why you feel good. After the first week, depending on how, how toxic you were in the beginning, you have to go to detox, and your body's kind of going through a drug, you know, drug re- withdrawal, basically. But once you're, on the, once you're in the zone, people, I mean, everyone said the same thing. Man, I feel great. i got tons of energy. I just freaking just feel good. I just feel good. I mean, it's like, wow. Well, there's a reason for that because you're not putting poison in your system. Phase three, you're basically now telling your body, this is the most important message you guys got to get. 
Phase two is the fat loss phase. If you follow it, anybody's going to lose weight. Anybody. Follow it. You'll lose weight. Guaranteed. I'll stick my life on it. Phase three is where this protocol is different than anything on the planet because nothing has ever really dealt with the problem. Guess what? You're, when you're, when you're freaking, um, and I hear people, I got a thyroid problem. I got hypothyroid. I got, you know, yes, guess what? But that's because your, your system has been overtaxed. And sometimes the system breaks down. Sometimes our body part goes, you know what? That's why people have heart attacks, you know, and it, it, it just finally gives up. Shit, you freaking, you, you beat me to death. I can't do anything about it. But it's some, a lot of these things are correctable because of the fact it's just the body's being overtaxed, 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 24-7. No engine can run 24-7. It's going to finally break down. So when you finally start to clean out the system, it's running now. It's got, it finally t- got to take a break. Think about it. All of a sudden, your organs are on turbocharged. Finally go, oh, my God, this guy's finally giving me a break. Or this gal is finally giving me a break. They're giving me fuel. I can function normally. I can slow down. Let's get off the freaking hamster wheel for a minute. And get us in phase three, your body and your brain tells your body, your brain tells your body and the things that control your hypothalamus control, guess what? Colin's not supposed to weigh 247 pounds. Guess what? Colin's supposed to weigh anywhere between 195, 205. Max, but let's say he's supposed to be sub two hundred. He's only five ten. I mean, really, I got, I see MMA fighters that are they're my size, my big, more muscular than me, and they're freaking one hundred eighty pounds. How do they do that? I've never reached one hundred eighty pounds yet, ever. <laughs> the most I've ever seen in my life is one hundred ninety three pounds. But I loved it. I look, hey, I look good. I'm good with that. But ultimately, it tells you, guess what? You're not supposed to be two hundred forty seven pounds. So I'm gonna tell you right now, this is where you're supposed to be two hundred pounds or two hundred pounds or under. That's where you're supposed to be. And if you do this right, if you basically continue to keep giving me some good fuel, give me some, you know, take away all the stuff that's poisoning me as much as possible. I understand you got to do what you got to do, but please, man, 80% of the time, can you just let me off? Give me a day off. I'll stay here because this is where your body's supposed to be. I forgot now that you're supposed to be 247 pounds. So guess what? I'm not going to spend my every waking moment, and this is your body talking to you, trying to get back to 247 pounds. This is what happens. This is, there's no mistake. There's no accident why people gain back all their weight and more. They gain back all their weight because that's where your body's calibrated. You gain more because you're depressed about it. It's no mistake. There's no mistake statistically that 97% of people lose or gain their weight back in three years. Why? And they can swear that they're eating as healthy as they possibly can eat. And if you, without you fixing the problem their problem is going to exist. This is the only diet protocol on the planet that I know of, and I haven't read every diet book, but I read a lot. I'm like freaking, I'm obsessed with reading diet books. I think every, if they have something really that will work, I'm going to try it, and I'm going to incorporate it in what I do because I want people to have success. And there are a lot of really good information, a lot of good information out there, but you got to talk, you have to try them practically, see how, see how they work for you, and, and, and you, you, you take common sense. But ultimately, this is the only one that ever dealt with, guess what? This is, the problem is not you eat too much, we found that obesity, people, they figured out leptin, what, nine years ago, that ob- people that are obese, their body, it's not because they eat less than any of us, but their body just freaking produces freaking fat cells like crazy because their, their, leptin, uh, their leptin hormone is whacked out and doesn't know when to tell them they're full or not. So to tell them they're not full, their body just makes more fat cells. And they eat like birds. You eat, how many people do you know that, that, that freaking eat, you know, a scoffy and a scone in the morning and they don't eat anything for the rest of the day and they have like a little bitty dinner and they're still overweight? There's a reason for it. They don't eat too much. There's very few obese people on there that are just full-on gluttons. And there are some that are. There's some that are. But a majority of the obese people in the world is not because they eat too freaking much. Because they basically knocked their body so far out of whack that chemically it doesn't know. It keeps, telling, it keeps sending the wrong signal. 
So they, they just basically keep getting fatter and fatter and fatter no matter how much they try to – they think eating less, eating less, eating less. And we know that that's not the case. So here you have clean food, fuel to eat all the time. So you learn in phase three that, you know what, you can actually balance. And guess what? Also phase three, I told you in my book, and I think this is really, this is really important. We live, in, we live life unconscious. I'm going to check out my time. Okay. We live life unconscious. Now, and I'll try and speed up here because I want to give you guys some time to chat if you need to. We live unconscious. We just freaking put stuff in our mouth. And, and I'm going to give you some tips at the end of the show that, that one made me very conscious, and I'm going to tell you about it. But we live unconscious. So phase three, you, you think it's a mistake that you said you can't gain more than two pounds or lose more than two pounds? And people go, why can't I lose more than two pounds? I can, see, I can understand it, not gaining more than two pounds, but why can't I lose more than two pounds? I am not at my goal weight yet. I mean, shoot, if I could lose two more pounds in phase three, that'd be great. If I could lose 10 pounds, it'd be great. No, there's a reason for it. Number one. It makes you pay attention. Every freaking day, you got to get up and pay attention. Like, oh, shoot, what did I eat? Am I eating the right stuff? Am I eating too much? Am I eating the right foods? I don't want to put that food in my mouth. I haven't had that in a long time. I don't want to put that in there because no sugar, no starch. What I got to do? You've got to pay attention. You're present. But in the meantime, guess what? The scales are just, you know, they're balanced when they're balanced. Your body needs you to stay in that, in that calibrated, in that place, just so I can Hone in on the signal. Okay, where's your weight? Oh, okay. There. So if you're gaining four pounds and losing three pounds or gaining four, you know, what weight are you supposed to be? Oh, I give up. Get, give up like everyone else gives up. I give up. I'll just be back at 247 because I can't tell what this guy's supposed to be. But if you're staying there, you're staying there for 21 days. 21 days forms a habit, right? 21 days. Guess what? He goes, oh, wow. He's supposed to be between, you know, 197, 202. I get it. Okay, that's where I'm going to lock in. That's what I say Colin is from now on. And if Colin just freaking feeds me halfway decent for the next rest of his life, I'll stay here. If he starts piling a bunch of crap at me and I can't, I can't process it, then I got to do what I got to do, and I got to get broken again. The dial's going to get broken again. Phase four, which we created phase four, because everyone is different. Everyone's body is different. And I'm reading a book, Dan, I'm reading a book right now and actually playing with this because, you know, this interesting concept that we all have food allergies. And actually, a high percentage of people have food allergies to foods that they think is not possible to have an allergy to, and allergic. I'm sorry, and allergic reaction to. So basically, we all have our, our our bodies react differently to everything. So I can't tell somebody never eat peanut butter when somebody's body will function like crazy on peanut butter and somebody else's won't. But we did say, guess what? Pay attention. Take the um, the state of mind, the consciousness that you had in phase three, bring it to phase four. Now you can go back and start having some of the things that you think you can't live without, but I want you to pay attention to what your body does. Guess what? So on this one day, I want you to have just one of these things. And I want you to just introduce that one in your, into your meal. I want you to get on the scale and pay attention to how you feel. Guess what? If you eat something, what, what happens if you eat something and it tastes bad? You have, a, you have a natural reflex to spit it out. If it tastes hot, you have a, you have a natural thing to go, ah, and you spit it out. That's a reflex. When you eat something and you start feeling bloated or gassy, I don't care how good it tastes, guess what? Your body's talking to you. It's saying, hey, that doesn't work for me. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's freaking lettuce. It doesn't work for me. There's a reason for it. Pay attention. And just go, oh, guess what? Hmm. It's just information. I'm not saying you never have to eat it again, but it's information. It's like going, okay, look, you know what? Wow, that didn't feel too good. Or, you know what? I shouldn't have a reaction because guess what? If it's good for me, my body's going to go, oh, yeah. It's just going to process. It's going to come out the next day nice and nice and good. It's not going to get clogged up in your system. It's going to come out nice, right? And so every day we tell you to put something in for every every day for 21 days, we tell you to put something different in, and we have a system to it. We'll get into that. 
Can you pay attention to how your body works? If your body's weight spice, guess what? Whoa, that was a little bit too much sodium in that. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Oh, guess what? I didn't agree with that. And it's information. So by the end of the time, you're right, you wrote down all the things your body went, hmm, to and came out the nice the next day. And you would have all this of all the things that your body gurgitated or bubbled up or you kind of swole up or your eyes got, whatever, whatever your, your reaction is. We all have some reactions. We don't even know that there were reactions, but you know what I'm talking about. And you write down, oh, guess what? Sweet potatoes, great. Baked potatoes, no good. That's what I found out. Sweet potatoes, great. Baked potatoes, no good. Can I never have French fries? No, I'll have sweet potato fries. Ah, guess what? Ah. The other ones? Ah, why can't I crap today? Guess what? Something's going wrong. Information. So now you have a list of things that work and don't work for you, and all you have to do is make choices. And we ask what life is, small little actions that pay dividends, right? You put money in the bank, put it in the savings, leave it there, guess what? You make more money. You take it out every day, you still have the same thing you started with. Little information, Okay? Reflection, and this kind of builds in the same thing. Being, you know, being, I can kind of talk about being, you know, being productive and being busy is, is you know, being is not the same thing. So we talked about eating 500 calories of hamburger, a hamburger from fat burger, or eating 500 calories of real food that takes you a lot of food. One hamburger or a lot of real healthy food you spell out, you spread out throughout the day, and your body goes, hmm, that's the difference between success and failure. It's not about, it's not about the parts. It's not about the, oh, it's just 500 calories, use HGG, you lose weight. Lose HGG, do less than 500 calories, you lose, lose more weight. Lose HGG and lose more calories, and you'll lose weight slower, but you still lose weight. All of those have truths and falses, but ultimately, do you end the race? Get back to the torso here. Which one are you? You gassed out? You have, if you, I'm, a, I'm a huge MMA fan and boxing fan, and I always, I always watch – and I would say there's no excuse for a boxer who's a champion or a professional to gas out in six, seven rounds because that's his job to be in the very best day for their life. But ultimately, the one that they could have a superior boxer, a superior MMA fighter who's got more skills, and the guy who's tired suddenly gets knocked out with half the pressure because he just he's, he's gassed out. So which one are you, the torso or the hair? I'm going to move on so we have some time for Q&A. All right. This one is the hugest, most important one of all. I thought this was just like, freak me. Are you kidding me? Why didn't somebody tell me this shit earlier? This is brilliant. I got to tell you, brilliant. I've been doing it every day for the last 15 days, and it's the most freaking important thing I've ever done in my life. It's going to sound stupid and simple, right? Celebrate. Celebrate your daily successes instead of your failures. At the end of every day, celebrate all, only celebrate. I mean, write down all the things you did successfully that got you closer to whatever your goal is. I don't care if your goal is making more money, you know, making making love to your wife, losing weight, getting a you know, promotion, you know, you know, growing long nails, whatever you did, man, whatever you did, only celebrate your successes, never your failures. We we're in a we're in a society and we beat the shit out of ourselves every single day about all the things we didn't do. Oh, I should have done this and I should have done that and I shouldn't have eaten that and I shouldn't eat I don't care if you had a piece of cake. What did you do? Guess what? Well, you went to the gym first, and then you gave yourself a piece of cake. Well, guess what? I don't want you to think about the piece of cake because ultimately you already know. You already know that doesn't serve you. And talking about it and beating the crap out of yourself about it doesn't serve you in it. it. All of a sudden, what you think about, you bring about. If you think about all the shit you did wrong every single day, you're going to do more shit wrong. It's freaking guaranteed, people, guaranteed. Celebrate the things you do. And guess what? When you celebrate the things you do well and if you, the success you have, all of a sudden the next day – Wow, what was, I, what was I successful at today? Oh, shoot. I was, and it gets better and better. This is a one day at a time, one success at a time, right? And this is so oh, so brilliant, people. I've got to tell you that it's a life-changing moment for me. 
You know what? I was I read that by the time we are, you know, born, the time we are a teenager, we are told no. We're told no forty thousand over forty thousand times, and we're told yes seven, about seven thousand times. Is that crazy? We've been programmed that we just talk to ourselves negatively all the freaking time. We watch shit that makes us feel bad. You know, and I, I want to say a shout out to people in Oklahoma. God bless you and, and thank you, those of you that survived and the ones who didn't. I pray for you and my heart breaks for you. But guess what? Watching the news every single day, because the media will play it over and over again. You'll hear the same guy say the same thing, the same woman say the same thing, and the same kid say the same thing. And they'll play it over and over again because that's getting them ratings. They got something to talk about. If you're a news person, and you, news is what you want. You want drama. But for us, for you, you feeding into it. You know what I say? Open your heart. Open your wallet if you can afford it. Send some love. Send some money to help, help these people rebuild their lives. Send them a prayer every day. But don't sit there and watch their story over and over and over again. It doesn't serve them and it doesn't serve you. Watching negative shit over and over again, heartbreaking stories. That, you, know, you think it feels bad because you go, oh, my God, what happened to those children? Oh, my God, what happened to you? No. What makes you feel bad is that the, is ultimately you're just, you're, you're, you can't help but just get absorbed and drowning by all this negative, negative information. Surround yourself by positive stuff. So a part of your celebrating is to, hey, I plugged into a positive CD today. You know, I did a, I did a meditation, did my meditation for a minute today. I did, you know, I, I read a 10 minutes of a really positive, a positive book that's going to help me get closer to my goal. Guess what? I read this protocol again. I, let, I read 10 pages of this protocol that just to make sure I don't make a mistake tomorrow or plan what I'm going to make out, what I'm going to eat tomorrow. I'm going to take it out, put it in the refrigerator, make sure it's measured right. I did my vegetables today. I did, I did, I, hey, I did my five-minute workout today. Whatever it is. Whatever, I did my blog today. I told my wife I love her today. I kissed my kids today. You know, celebrate the, your successes every single day and forget about your failures. You don't learn anything. I mean, you learn from your failures from that fact, you know, when you, you hit a hot stove, don't do it again. You don't have to beat the crap out of yourself. Hey, I put my hand on that stove and burn my hand. Can you believe I put my hand on that stove and burn my hand? What would you do? I burned my hand. I put my hand on the stove and burn my hand over and over and over again. What's the point? But guess what? Hey, I learned not to put my hand on that stove again. That was pretty much, that's pretty smart of me. I'm not doing it again. Guess what? I'm shifting. I made this mistake in my business. Guess what? I, there was a consequence. I learned it. It made me shift. Every time, you know, it's like every time my business is going well, lulls me to sleep. And all of a sudden, something happens, something, you know, sales drop or some problem or, the you know, the Internet's not working or, the you know, the, some button, someone's set wrong. And all of a sudden, it's go And I go, what the heck's going on? And I go, oh, guess what? <laughs> Universe is saying, guess what? Every time you, every time you, I need to, I need to create an emergency in life just to get you to pause for a minute and 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 shift and 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 keep improving things because status quo is something that we get accustomed to. Like, oh, everything's moving smoothly. I'm gonna leave it alone. I want to shake it up. Guess what? You don't get better with status quo. You freaking steady makes the race, and you shift when you need to shift. So celebrate your. I mean, that's the hugest thing. You, I'm telling you guys, if you just take one thing away from this whole thing. One thing, if you celebrate your successes, I promise you'll have more successes every single day. I promise you, you'll look at the bright side instead of the negative side. I promise you, you won't be going from, you know, when I say, I say, you know, um, gratitude or gripe. If you're getting up and you, if you put the word only in front of anything that you do and anything you have in your life, you're living in lack. If you put only five pounds, you're not grateful. That was five pounds that you were heavier the week before. And guess what? You don't see it. You don't see it yet because results come last. But you're changing. Do you think eating healthy food 
and putting in nourishing and drinking water and being being perfectly hydrated. I drink this. I'll drink this by the end of the day. Thirsty. Um, being hydrated, exercising a few minutes a day. Do you think somehow that's not paying dividends? Somehow it's hurting you. Somehow you're. It's not paying off. Now, it may not be paying off today. But you do that consist anything you do consistently over time is going to give you either positive or negative results. If your if your life has got some problems, guess what? You did something consistently every single day to make that problem. It's 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 truth, right? If you have successes, doesn't mean you're better than anybody else. You just made choices that served you better, and you had excellent results. It's choices, simple little things done every day that are easy to do, and also easy not to do. Easy to do and easy not to do. Just information, right? So I'm going to give you the last my few little tips, and then I'll, we'll have about good, hopefully, 15 minutes to chat if you guys want to chat and get your hand up. And if not, usually I do that, and then no one says anything. But I'm just, I just want to give you some time. I, I kind of, you know, I'm in the zone. I'm sorry. My heart's talking, so I'm doing what i got to do. But anyway, some quick tips. Start every day with, a, with an 8 16 glass of water. Get up in the morning. You get up. You pee. You weigh yourself. You go upstairs. You take your shot. Down a glass of water. Flush the system. Start your hydration habit first thing in the morning. The first thing you should put in your mouth is your is down a glass of water. Don't sip it. Down it. That's why I say 8 to 16 ounces. I have a cup that I sit on my sink, and I drink. And my next one, I, say, I drink a cup every hour. Go upstairs. I drink down it. I don't want to sip. I do this. Look how long it's taking. You, can't, you guys are on, on my – if you're on my Google thing, you can see it. This, I'm sipping on this thing for, for the whole hour and a half of talking to you. It, it doesn't work. If I downed it. Well, if I downed the, the, the 8 to 6, what is it, 32 ounces? If I did this three times, downed it like the three times I do, it would be gone. But guess what? I'm hydrating myself. Do that, you'll see better results. Um, like I said, drink, an, drink 10 ounces of water every hour. Instead of trying, some of you carry around a jug. Some of you are really good at drinking a jug, and you, and you calibrate how much you drink by finishing three of these or whatever, whatever your math is. Um, but some of us don't end up drinking enough water. So if you, you know if you drink one every hour and you're up for 12 hours, Basically, guess what? You've had plenty of water. And I don't care how big you are, you pretty much had plenty of water. So if you do that, it's just just a habit that you can create. So know that you're always hydrated. If you're always hydrated, if you always have enough water, the right amount of food, and get a little bit of exercise, you'll always have some great results on this protocol. Um, and this one is going to be a scary one for you guys. And I do this because of, this is because of the conversation you heard me have for the last you know, 60, 70 minutes. It's because people are so caught up with, um, with their results. And their lack of results because results come last. I'm going to challenge somebody. And this, I've never said this before, guys. And, I, and I'm shifting. I'm changing my book because I really believe that what I'm telling you is going to give you better success. If you are – now, this, there's a caveat to this. If you are a person that naturally – I have people that are naturally anal, that they read every single thing. They follow every single thing. They'll call me out. Wait a minute. On this sentence, you say this. But on that sentence, you say that. Which one is it? Love those people. They can be a pain in the ass, but I love them because I already know they're going to have a high level of success. Right? Because they're paying attention. They're following every – they're looking at every little thing, and they're doing it. They're following and they're doing it. If you're a person like that, then what I'm going to tell you may not apply to you. But if you're a person like I just talked about right now, if you're the person that lives in lack, if you're the person – and you've got to call yourself out, guys. If you want honest, honest, honest results, you've got to call yourself out. If you're a person that is the only person, that you're putting only in front of your weight loss goals, only in front of your salary, only in front of your love, only in front of everything you got because you, you just never satisfy because you just don't think you're getting enough, you're in lack, this may apply to you, okay? So I have a caveat. Please hear the caveat. I'm going to tell you after the first week of being on the protocol, and the reason why the first week, I want you to, I want you to throw away the scale. 
and maybe use it once a week because the scale is driving people crazy. People are quitting because of the scale. They're just not, they're, they're un, they wake up and their day is completely ruined because of the scale. If you know you're eating exactly what you say you're supposed to do because you read this freaking book and you're losing, it's your Bible, you highlight and you follow it. I got a guy right now that says, I carry, I carry, I carry this, this book with me and I just make sure, just check, double check, is that the right recipe? Is that the right, is that the right amount? Yes. Because he's serious, right? So if you're a person that knows, and I'm talking about not accidental, don't think, don't think you're doing it right. Know you're doing it right. And I'll tell you, if you think you're following the old protocol, you think you're following what you heard on the internet, you're not doing it right. I'm talking about no. I'm using this as this is my Bible because this is the only thing I can guarantee. I can't guarantee Dr. Simeon's protocol, and I can't guarantee anybody else's, but I can guarantee this because I know what's in it. So if you know you're following it, you know you're drinking the right amount of water, you know you're doing, you're doing a little bit of exercise that we tell you to do, and you're eating the exact right portions and the exact food and the right foods and you're not eating anything outside of it, results are going to come to you. You're going to have results. But you're, not going to be, you're not going to choose how much work you do based on what results you have. You know what? I worked out yesterday, so and I and I didn't gain. I didn't, I gained a half a pound. I'm not working. Out, I'm not doing that again. Do you think working out hurts you? Do you think working out and building muscle, lean muscle, that is a fuel to burn the burn more fat on your body? You think bodybuilders have six percent body fat and five percent body fat because they have too much muscle? No, that's what that's what's eating up all the food. And they eat, they eat five, six, seven, eight thousand calories a day, and their bodies freaking churn and tear it up. So if, you're, if your actions are based on your results, you're going to have a problem with this protocol or anything you, anything you do in your life, you're going to have a problem because life doesn't work that way. And this is the huge aha moment. This is the oh, my God, I got because we got so many people out there doing this protocol and all they're looking at is the results, and the results drive their success or their failure. So I want you to use the scale for the first week that tells you you loaded correctly, you gained some weight, and that you lost the weight in the first week because that gets you excited. It takes away the doubt that you actually believe that this will work for me because I've never lost 5, 6, 7, 10, 15 pounds in a week in my life. So I give you, that gives you the evidence. You got the evidence because nothing else has ever done it before, right? So don't bullshit yourself. You got the evidence. Now put the freaking scale in the closet and then weigh yourself, weigh and measure yourself once a week. Until the end of the protocol. And then look in the mirror and go, ah, and your friends will tell you, what the heck are you doing? They'll beg you to tell them what the heck you're doing. I have it all the time. People, I, people tell me, I, I can't, they're on me. Where's your affiliate link? People are asking me, oh, well, 10 people a day. I can be making some money. I'm like, go to my website, hit the affiliate link, sign up. There's a reason. If people are bugging the shit out of you because they want to know what you're doing, you're doing it right. If they're not asking you, are you still on that diet? And they don't know, you're doing it wrong. Success, evidence, and results. Prove themselves. Take the scale, put it in the cabinet, pull it out every Sunday, do your measurements, weigh yourself, and look at the numbers. And the numbers aren't going to lie. Because if you are – now, you know. This is the thing. You end the, I told you, and celebrate, yourself, celebrate your, your – um, you still do your food tracking sheets. Put down what you put your dad and what you ate, what you, what you drank, and what have you. But you're celebrating your successes, right? But you'll know. You know. Don't, you don't lie to yourself. I only had one, you know, one piece of the Snicker. One bite of the Snicker bar. I chewed it and I spit it out. I didn't even eat it. You you freaking almost almost curse. I'm I'm gonna drop the f bomb. You know. So if you're following the protocol exactly how we laid it out, you don't need to measure yourself every weigh yourself every day. You do need to measure every week, regardless, and you weigh yourself once a week. You know why? Because the results are gonna show themselves, and you're gonna be grateful. You're gonna holy crap, that was great. Wow, I lost four pounds, five pounds, three pounds, whatever the case may be, and you're gonna be grateful. 
You're not going to be freaking going crazy every day telling yourself it's not working for you because you went up and down on the scale because it's going to stop your actions. And your actions are what gives you results. One cannot be possible without the other. That's what you want to understand. If you don't do the protocol, you don't do the work, you're not going to lose any weight. You're not going to lose the weight you should. You'll lose some. Everyone loses weight the first week. Everyone loses weight the second week. You can pretty much eat hamburgers and probably get away with it the first week. But it's going to come to a screeching halt, and that's what matters, is what you finish. Tortoise of the hair. Lastly, I'm almost two more left. This one is huge. I've been doing this for the last week, and, and I can't tell you. <laughs> it's hard. Take a bite of your food, your fork. Take a bite of your food. Put your fork down. Chew your food before you shove another piece of food in your mouth. I can tell you right now I have not finished. The, I, I'm, I'm the, I put the same amount of food on my plate that I've always put on my plate. I live a little bit in lack. Me and my stepson, we have big portions on our plate when we're off protocol and the right portion when we're on protocol, but they're still bigger than anybody else's. You know, we have our protocol where you get a lot, a lot of food. Eat, chew your, eat, take, the, take a bite, chew your food, put your fork down, and don't pick it up until you're done chewing your food. I have not been able to finish my dinner yet. Now my portions are getting smaller just so I can fit cause I, because of the fact, guess what? Your, it takes me 25, 30 minutes, almost 40 minutes to eat dinner doing that. And guess what? By 20 minutes, my body's already calibrated to tell me I'm full. This is one of the biggest problems with people with weight problem because they're shoveling the next bite before they even swallowed the first one. And you never know when you're full. That's why you walk out of a restaurant and go, oh, I'm stuffed. Because your body has now, you, you, you wolfed everything down in 20 minutes. Your body's now chiming out, you know, 10 minutes later that, oh, my God, not only am I full, I'm over full. That simple little thing will improve your results because you will eat the right amount of food and pretty soon you'll get the right portions for you. And guess what? That will follow through for the rest of your life. Lastly, I think, lastly, this is my 1% effect. I know I may not have time for you guys to chat. I'm running out of time. I wish I, I didn't know I was going to go this long, but you know what? To me, this is so important. Those of you guys here, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you just listen to half of what I said, it's going to change your life. It's going to change your results. It's going to change other aspects of your life. It's a trickle-down theory. So I apologize. If you had tons of questions, email me at Colin at ColinFWatson.com. I'll answer them in a video, and I'll put the video up to my list so you guys get the questions. I apologize for overgrowing, but I am just so excited about this information to give you. Um, and we may have a minute or two. I'm sorry. But anyway, um, I want you to do a couple of things. This is called my 1% approach, okay? The 1% effect. I found out, too, by – feedback and asking my clients, you know, you know, they're working out. And when you put those workouts, give you the downloads for the workouts, and some people look at them and they go, oh, my God, they're too hard. I got to do that. And they go, you know, I have a bad back. I got a bad knee. You know, I tried. I don't think I can do a burpee. I don't think I can do a push-up. I don't think I can do a pull-up. I don't think I can do a squat, whatever the case may be. And we're going to be putting up a new Facebook group. It's going to be a free thing. We're going to, cause I'm going to experiment with this theory here because I'm, I'm proving it to myself right now because I'm doing it, but I, I don't have enough evidence on it. So I want, I want to get a group of people to just play with me and do this do this because I, I, I think this can make a huge difference between success and failure. And that's all I care about is getting more success. I want you to download Wayne Dyer's Meditation for Manifestation or any meditation that you like if you are a meditator. But if you have a hard time meditating like I have had in my life in the past, this has made a huge difference in my ability to do it. And basically, just 1%. So I basically told myself, you know what, it's a 20-minute meditation. Sometimes I'm so busy to get, get to work, and i, I got to meditate, go to my roof and meditate. My brain is just racing because i got, you know, I, I got to do this video. i got to call these people back. i got to do this. And I'm, like, frustrated through my meditation. Can I just hurry up? And I'm doing Wayne Dyer's guided meditation. So it ain't fast. You can't get through it any faster than the 23, 24 minutes that it is. And sometimes 20 minutes, for some reason in my life, the 20 minutes I'm spending is going to do more, benefit me more than me rushing off to return a phone call to get a video done. But I've had problems in the past with this. Year in, year out, I, get, I start, I stop, I start, I stop. One of the incomplete things in my life. 
So I said, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go upstairs and meditate for a minute. I can do a minute. I'm going to do a minute. I'm not, and I don't mean five minutes. I'm going to do a minute. It's going to actually see so, seem so ridiculous and fruitless, but I'm going to do it. And tomorrow I'm going to do, I'm going to do two minutes, and the next day I'm going to do three minutes. And by the time I'm done with three weeks, I will do the 20-minute medita- meditation. And I'll be done. And so I look at my watch. And I have to, sometimes I end up going, I'm off. I end up doing, like, I did one, one and do three minutes, I end up doing five or six minutes. And so I came back and said, okay, I'll do seven minutes tomorrow. Because sometimes if you're not, you're meditating, your eyes are closed, you can't really look at your watch, but you try and feel it. A minute, first four or five minutes, you can kind of feel yourself. Just meditate for a minute. It's an app. It costs two bucks. But what happens is you start your day with the, you, this manifest day. You want to manifest, you can see your body, you can see your new body, you can see your six-pack, you can see whatever it is. Whatever it is, is, is your thing. Whatever makes you, whatever that picture in your head that you want to look like. My LL Cool J. That's, that was my LL Cool J. Now, I, 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 me and LL were cool. We look, you know, I got what he's got, so I'm good with that. So, but you just do it for one minute, then two minutes, then three minutes. Okay, I want you to do the same thing. If you have our workouts and you just you can't get yourself to do them, I just been kicking. You. But I just want you to do one set of it for one, just one set, one time, one rep, one rep today. So if it's a squat and it's a push up, and if you can't do a pull up, then you do an assisted. We show you how to do an assisted pull up. Use a chair, so using your legs, whatever the workout is, whatever it is, one sit up. I just want you to do one, just one. Now, it's easy to do, and it's easy not to do. And this is my message, one of my messages. It's easy to do, easy not to do, right? I just want you to do one, and the next day I want you to come back and just do one more. Just add one. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, just like you eating the right food the first day and the second day, and it's not giving you any results. Now, would you do one sit-up or 100 sit-ups? Will it change your life today? No. But guess what will happen if you just keep adding one? Now, you may get to a point where you go, oh, but what if I get to day 20? I can't do 20 pull-ups. Well, guess what? If you stopped at seven, because that was your max, your goal is to just do one more. And I promise you, it'll take a day or two, but you'll get to eight. It'll take a day or two to get to nine. And if you get to assistant, you're using a chair, you're now using your, your body to lift your, lift your arms up. So you're just going through the motions, but your body's kind of helping you. You can do it. But guess what? It is the habit. It is the Guess what? I can do that because some of you have looked at, the, looked at the workout. I can tell you, we got 75% of the people look at those workouts. They may start it one day and they go, I'm not doing that. That's just too hard. Or they gained a half a pound. Oh, I'm not, that, that makes you gain weight. No wonder some of they don't work out. They convince themselves that somehow I'm getting wrong information. Why would I do that? My business thrives on success of people. So I want you to have success. I know building a lean, sexy body, not only do you feel better, don't you look better, it's going to help you keep the weight off because that's what the goal is. You can lose all the weight you want. Who wants to get fat again? That's depressing. So I want you to take the 1% approach. Just try it. Humor me. I'm going to do the Facebook group. I'll figure out how to set out that event. We're going to do it with you. Jay and I are going to do it with you for, I don't know, 30 days and see how see what happens. But for now, those of you listening, I want you to just try it. Just try it. It's easy to do. easy not to do. I want you, if you have the workouts, if you don't have them, you'll just, I'll let you just be on my list. I'll tell you about the Facebook. You're not, it's not going to cost you a dime. It's just literally it's a little free event. We're just going to get people in. Guys, I want your feedback. I want to know Am I on to something here? Because guess what? Ultimately, you're going to help people get the body of their lives. So that's, what, that's the cool shit right there. That's the cool stuff. So I'm going to um, – I just want you to do 1%, the 1% effect. Just Whatever it is in your life, just do it 1% more. Just if, you, if you're a jogger and you jog 20 minutes, jog 21. If you're on the treadmill – I love this one. I've been doing this too on my treadmill when I go work out my trainer and I warm up. I started at a speed that, that, I, that I know I can do. I know I can do. I know I can run at five miles an hour pretty much – for a good 45 minutes an hour. Because I run faster than that when I'm running outside. So I know I can do that. What I did is I started at 5, and I said I'm going to be running for, I'm going to do a 30 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever my time is when I get to the gym before I work out. I usually warm up wherever. I give myself, whatever, however many minutes up to 
one before I have to work out with him. And so every minute, which also keeps my mind busy because I hate being on the treadmill, I have to watch the clock. So every minute I push the speed one more degree, 1%. So I go from 5, five, five miles an hour to 5.1 and 5.2. And I ended up sometime at 6.8, 6.9. And I'm running, but guess what? I only got two minutes left, and I'm running fast. I'm doing seven miles an hour. I'm running fast, but I only got three minutes left. Guess what? But it's, it's one thing that takes my mind off it. I kind of play a game with myself, see how fast I can go. But it gets me to do a little bit more, a little bit more. And small things you do consistently every single day towards your goal is going to give you success. doesn't matter what it is. I don't care what it is. You want, you want to be better on your job? Take in more information that's going to make you better on your job. Take in 10 minutes a day of more information. I guarantee you're going to be better on your job. You want a better body? Do something. Little increments every single day. Nice. So I got 90 seconds. I'm so sorry I didn't have, the, I didn't have, uh, didn't have time. Forgive me. I hope you forgive me. I hope you're not salty. Some people got mad at last time I ran out of time. I, I need time to talk to you. Guess what? Email me. I'll make a video with all the answering all your questions, a Q&A for this particular topic because I think it's huge. So I got 90 seconds. For you guys, I mean, the, the lines are full. If you're on my Google Hangout, thanks for being here. It's also going to be on YouTube. You can play it back. It's also going to be on my, on my podcast. You can play it back. Um, download it, and you can be on uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the ACG Diet Cook. Coach, anyway, I love you being here. I hope I've given you some information that will shift, give you the shift to get the results you deserve. Because I'm telling you, if you're not getting the results you want, it's because you're not, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And you know it. I'm not telling you shit you don't know. You know it. Just play this back so you guys you can. Watch the YouTube video. It's going to be up in a few minutes. Watch it. Play it back. Follow what I said. I will do a blog post with all these little tips here, and I'll put them up so you guys can get it. So if you're on my list... Whenever I post a new blog, I have a couple I need to do before that, but it'll be this week. It'll come to you automatically. It'll send it to you. But anyway, I love you being here. I'm so excited about this information because I really think it's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference, and what makes my heart feel good is that you guys are going to have better results. You're going to be willing to celebrate your results and share those results with other people, which will help them get the body of their life. Got to go. Got 10 minutes. Peace and love. I hope this came through well on the Google Hangout. Thanks for hanging out with me if you're there. Thanks for being here on the call for me. Sorry I ran out of time. Sorry I took up so much time. But you know what? I think it's worth it. I think ultimately it's more important than not. Bye-bye. Got to go. Love you bunches. See you there. Bye-bye.